The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game Let's go, Cubby Sun Rento, Sun Rento, Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Sun Rento, Sun Rento, Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Champion Chicago Cubs! Welcome to the Sun Ranto Show and the shortest and happiest winter in Chicago Cubs fan history! <laughs> oh, my God. What a day! What a day! What oh, a day. man. You know, generations have come and gone of people um, that uh, they'll never oh, they'll never experience what we just experienced. A Chicago Cubs World Series fucking championship. I mean, 108 fucking years can you even wrap your head around i mean that's like more than two of my life's already lifetimes already <laughs> right yeah no it's unbelievable i mean i mean and you i mean you could feel it it's it's you can feel it all over the country it's unbelievable i mean michael's in colorado i'm out here in maine right now it's it's unbelievable yeah oh i i have uh i have been actually trying to be as incognito as possible today uh because I threw on my Cubs hat just like I do every day and uh, went out and then people wanted to talk to me about it and I'm hung over and tired <laughs> yeah, and talk to you. <laughs> I just could not like I realized I had to go home I put on my Colorado hat because I was just like dude I, I can't I can't run into any more people and have them talk to me because I am just too tired and sick and worn out. Yeah, man, it was it was pretty rough night for all of us. I after after the game, you know, I, we we had Gary on the show yesterday. I mean, I don't know if everybody that's listening to this show listened to that show. It's it, probably not everybody, but we had. Uh, yeah, we actually might we, we might have a first time listener or two. Yeah, we, yeah, we may. Uh, which just so you know, if if you're a first time listener, this is not kind of our normal podcast. Uh, you know, it's yeah, we, we normally have notes and uh, you know ideas of things that we want to talk about. And like today, don't don't, don't believe him. We're a total fucking we're shit a total show. shit show. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say this is exactly what we are right here. Yeah, that, that's nah. that's Danny Rocket, aka Sun Ranto, one of the co-hosts of this show. And that other handsome voice you're hearing from Colorado is. The lovable Michael Cotton, and uh, and of course, and and of course, the lovable Lucy Ears, Lyle Laker. 
And also, I don't normally sound like a cross between Kathleen Turner and Wolfman Jack either. <laughs> so, I mean, I am just, I was at, you know, being at the game last night. I mean, I gave it all I had. But, you know, I tell you, after all the playoff baseball I've seen and all the screaming I've done, I mean, it's going to take, it's going to maybe take some serious actually shutting the fuck up for a while to get my voice back at, at this point. Yeah, but Dan, And Danny never shuts the fuck up, so he's going to sound like this for a couple months. Yeah, exactly. All winter long. In fact, I'm going out tonight. We're, we're having a, a party down at uh, 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 G-Man. Oh, we're going man. Down. Yeah, I, yeah. How? 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 Where is the energy coming uh, out to? Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking mate right now. Yerba mate. Chalk full of caffeine. Yeah, but uh, I slept a little bit in the car on the way back from Cleveland. I got to tell you guys, on the on the way back, every single rest stop that we stopped at was just full of Cubs fans, dude. We were fucking fist bumping and hugging, <laughs> like in front of the men's bathroom at, at a random rest stop in like uh, Western Ohio. We're just like Cub fans are just celebrating with each other. Just, I mean, everybody just looked like. It, you know, it really looked like the day after. It, you know, the it, like the day after New Year's kind of thing when everybody's just kind of like, whoa, <laughs> you know. It was, it was Cleveland's biggest walk of shame ever. Oh, yeah, dude. I took an amazing photograph right after the game because we were sitting in the bleachers. And uh, it, you know the guy, uh, John Adams? That, yeah, who uh, bangs the drum. Yeah, who bangs the drum, yeah. Uh, I had met him last summer when the Cubs uh, played Cleveland in like last June or something like that in 2015. And I talked to him. He's actually a musician. He plays with a Cleveland Philharmonic sometimes. And uh, he's a really nice guy. So um, I went over to, he was still standing there and I was still sitting there because it's all I could do was just fucking sit there and just look at the field. (laughs) You know, it's all I could muster at that point. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go say hi to him and congratulate him on a great season. And uh, so I went over there. And I and I said, you know, hi and bye. And he did. Rem- he remembered me from last year, which was cool. And then um, so then he grabbed his drum and he was just walking down the steps. And I just snapped that photo, that little bye Felicia photo <laughs> of the fucking drum being taken away for the season. You know, sadly walking down the stairs. Um, and man, what a fucking. Hey, hey, listen. Don't don't laugh too much. The Cubs were were a hit away from being that same team. No, oh, yeah, man. But, but I didn't have my drum with me, so it wouldn't have made for as good of a picture. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just it's what a poetic evening, and like you know, Cub fans showed up. I mean, obviously, if we're packing the rest stops, and by the oh, way, that, that <laughs> field was full of Cubs fans yeah. when. At the end, uh, everybody just hanging around. All the like, there must have been twenty thousand Cubs fans there. Yeah, it no. it was at okay, least ten thousand. There was a point in which um, I was hanging out with my friend Steve and uh, friend Steve and Becky, and uh, we were just kind of standing by the bleachers, like in this open area. And I look over, and all I saw was Cubs blue. That's all I could see there. I mean, it was. At least half Cub fans. And anytime something good happened for the Cubs, it sounded almost like a home game. And um Awesome. I couldn't yeah. be happier with the way the Cub fans traveled. And I mean we man, those four 
four fucking rest stops, all these fucking dudes like with beer shits, like heading back. Because <laughs> I certainly had him. I was like, Gary, you got to pull over. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm about, I'm about to like need that the Ohio has, hazmat crew to be called out here. Wait, wait, wait. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you drag Gary out there to watch the Indians lose. Yeah. <laughs> the World Series. And yeah. then you get him drunk in a non-celebratory way. He's drinking his sorrows away, and then you make him drive you home? Yeah, pretty much. Don't what, I, a, what a dick. Yeah, aren't, aren't I fucking <laughs> I awesome? Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Fuck you. Come to it. Well, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say is, like, uh, you know, not only did were there a lot of, you know, Cub fans that were, were there, but I got to say, too, Indian fans could not have been nicer but they're a bunch of fucking losers. And let me tell you why. They're, I knew we were going to win this game. Uh, didn't look too hopeful for a moment there in that game. But all these Indian fans kept coming up to me and being like, man, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's not us, I'm so glad that it's going to be you guys. And I'm like, I'm like, I do feel that way, but I'm not going to say that to you before a game. Yeah. Before game seven of the World Series, I'd be like, you know, if we don't win, then I'm happy you won. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to be happy you won right away. It's going to take me yeah. a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I'll be like, okay, well, that happens, and I'll, like, file it away. But, yeah, uh, I saw a little bit of that on Twitter. Uh, a couple of people, you know, text, you know, putting some of that, that sort of the message out. And yeah, I could not disagree more. I did not care who the Cubs were playing. I just wanted them to win no matter what. And there, it never crossed my mind that like, Oh, at least it's Cleveland. No, no, no. I, that, that almost makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, did we great. lost to those fucking losers? <laughs> what no, the it's fuck? like, great. Now literally everyone is one and the Cubs still have it. That's right. how I would have been feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, that's, uh, how I, that's how I felt when uh, the goddamn White Sox won. You know, like I just I thought that was about the worst possible thing. It was like the Red Sox were the year before that, and then it was the White Sox, and I was like, "This sucks. This is the worst." Lyle, how oh, see, I, how are I, you feeling I, about it? I I don't like that sentiment, Michael. I like I was pumped for the White Sox when they won because I have that same feeling. I have so many friends right now who are White Sox fans. Like fuck the Cubs. Who fucking cares? And I'm like fuck that. Be happy for them. Like I I don't I don't get it. I don't get that attitude. Like your team didn't win. Good. These guys won. Good for them. I think, no. I, I think, think you. I think it's good sportsmanship. I just think it's part of it, and I hate that attitude. Yeah. No. I I think you misunderstand. Fight. Fight. I wasn't. Fight, it fight. wasn't that. I was. <laughs> I I didn't like that they won it it was the the thought that the cubs still hadn't and like literally everyone else was now winning right that's what i meant by that not uh, like i gotcha not not like fuck the white well, Sox. either or whatever. way i was just like jesus can just the cubs get their chance sometime well, that's what i was thinking. either way the the loser talk from indians fans was pronounced and uh, it was funny, like, at that rain delay, um, which was probably the fastest rain delay I've ever experienced in my fucking life. I went out for a cigarette, and then the rain delay was over. <laughs> so, uh, but I was out there, talk, and there's some guy, and it's raining on us. Actually, it wasn't even fucking raining. It was like the, the, it rained for, honestly, two minutes, and then it stopped raining. 
And I was like, why the fuck did we stop the game, you know? But I, I'm out there with this Indians fan, and I go, buddy. And it was tied at that point. And I go, listen, we can both end our droughts tonight if you and I agree to just go home right now and end it in a tie. <laughs> Let's just fucking have the tie. World Series champs. Yeah, we'll just we'll have a dual parade. You guys have a parade. We'll have a parade. We'll tie. We both end our our uh, our streak. But I'm glad he didn't agree to it because uh, because here we are, world's champions. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Indians, dude, how about that series? They were uh, a worthy opponent. A hell of a series, and they were they're a pretty fun team to watch. Had our I mean, backs um, other than other than hating them because they they were scrappy. They were really they were fun to watch. They were good. Oh, I I all of a sudden I realized that I really like uh, Lindor. Like I hated him through the series because how good he was, but he was a really fun player to watch. Yeah, he's kind of like a hobby with a maybe a maybe a little bit um, uh, calmer. Demeanor, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Did, did 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 you see that he came to the locker room right after the game to say hi to Javi's mom and give her a hug and congratulate them? Wow, that's so nice. It was pretty, just a good kid. You could see it. Yeah, there's just people you like. Uh, Kipnis, still worst Cubs fan ever. He, <laughs> was up th- he was up there with the opportunity to win. I, I looked at Holly. I said, "This is how it happens, right here. This is it." Worst everybody- Kipnis. Oh man, that would have been terrible. Uh, he was right on the verge. Um, but those Indians, man, fucking, they were good. But guess what? The fucking Cubs were better, baby! Yeah. World champions! Oh, I, what you, about uh, the whole Hayward storyline? He, he's he's like a legend now, right? Because of the called meeting? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you've heard this yet, Danny. But, I have, yeah. Yeah, so. I saw Strope talking about it. Yeah, and a lot of players did. Chris Bryant right afterwards said, "How'd you guys win?" They said, "He said, Jason Hayward. He fucking yeah. said he said during the rain delay, he called a team meeting, he settled us down, he gave us the pep talk, and we went out there and we were ready to kick some ass." Well, then I called it, Jason Hayward, Mister October, Mister October. <laughs> yeah, not not with you the know. bat, but with the with the lips, what? with the mouth. What? Um. Before we get towards that part of the end of the game, and, I, and folks, we're going to talk about the specific game and specific details about the game probably on Monday. We're just too spent. We're just pumped that the Cubs won, and we wanted to give you guys a little something and say hey and and, and commiserate a little bit about the win. Yeah, and um, plus, we have some uh, the Google Voice people called the Sun Ranto Ranters line. So I got some. Uh, I got four. Uh, get, I got four different ones to play, and apparently one of them's from Michael Cotton. All right, give uh, us one. That's what my wife tells me because apparently um, I don't see anything from you here. Okay, that's that. That would actually be good. <laughs> you probably called some random number. You probably <laughs> fucked it up some and random... left some shitty ass drunken message on some old lady's <laughs> fucking machine. She's like, she's like now calling the police, telling right. her he's being there, harassed a by a drunk out for me, some blubbering <laughs> idiot. But yeah, I uh, I was drinking heavily and like literally blacked out five minutes after the game was over, like I was doing all the thing, put the kids to bed. And then I sat on the couch and just zoned out. And so my wife told me this morning that I had called and said some like, and talked to the ranchers line, I guess. Nope. Wasn't the ranchers line. I don't see. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who I talked to then. I wonder, I wonder who I called. Must've been one of those 800 sex lines that you like to call all the time. (laughs) 
<laughs> just in your speed, yeah, speed yeah, dial. Yeah, I'm just talking to Danny. Yeah, yeah, I want your shoe in my ass. <laughs> you know, I wonder, I wonder if, like, I just couldn't dial the number, and then I was just talking into, like, an empty phone. <laughs> like, there was or, nobody. Or, or maybe an empty beer can. I mean, how drunk were you? Yeah, oh. it wasn't oh. even. It wasn't even the phone. It was the remote control. <laughs> so, Danny, give us give us one of those calls. All right, this one's from Gainesville, Georgia. All right, here we go. Oh God, is that our Walmart? Holy problem? shit, guys! There's not a damn thing to rant about right now. I can't even believe this. We just won it all. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's. I was speechless for. I don't even know how long, however long it's been. Just amazing. <laughs> it's been like 108 seconds since the Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> the W to end all Ws. We just witnessed history. Damn straight. I just want to say thank you guys for all the work you've put in and Danny for all the uh, debt you've put in the going broke you've done going to these games. Yeah, I did. I don't even know what else to say. This is freaking incredible. Cubs win! That's what you gotta say. say. Spugog! Spugog! Nice. And uh, you, you know what? It actually, um, Spagog, uh, because it gives you a transcription of what it thinks the person's saying, and it's really bad. Like, I could read some of this. Like, it says, the World Series incredible, the W2 and all WE just witnessed history. So, like, <laughs> it, it, like it's, it's, it's not very good at it. But you know what Spagog uh, translates into? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that, now that is perfect. Yeah. Oh, that because I'm not, not going to lie to you. When we do it at the end of the show, sometimes that's basically what I'm thinking. I'm like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's good. And it doesn't say, uh, fuck. It says f dot dot dot. And it's like when people actually swear, it gives f dot 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 dot. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like I am drunk as a. Uh, I'm sure it's motherfucker, <laughs> but you want to, <laughs> but let me just tell you a bit, like a bit, I mean, listening to his voice and kind of just, it's almost like his brain wasn't working, right? It's like that something just short circuited at that point. And, and, you know, it's almost exactly kind of like the Katie day song, you know, everybody thinks, and there was a bunch of running around naked in the streets, right? But, and drunk, but. I think, you know, people of our age, you know, a little bit too old to be naked outside, or at least uh, nobody wants to see that. Um, it, you know, uh, it wasn't just me in the stands that did this. I took a bunch of photographs of the celebration, and then I just kind of stood there, and I looked at the field. And, like, that's kind of what I heard in his voice right there is, like, just kind of taking it all in, you know, just, you know, it, it's been such a, I mean, it's been, it's been a long ass year, longest year any of us have ever experienced. And then so much happened this year from like, you know, the, I, the community building uh, with uh, John Baker Day and uh, 
I don't know, just so many extra people around. Like, I, I, I want to make a list of everybody I want to thank this year. But, like, even, like, the Cubs coming to John Baker Day and supporting us on that. Like, something happened this year that was bigger than all of us put together. You know, there was something that kind of culminated within the spirit of what this baseball club is as a fan base and the team at the same time. Like, I feel like our fan base... Well- solidified at the same time that the Cubs were able to do what they did, which is break a 108-year-old fucking drought. Well, I I think part of the team coming together the way they did is why the fans came together around them because people could see it. It was tangible. David Ross said last night after the game, you know, best – best retirement gift that anyone's ever get could ever give him is this championship trophy. And he said, the way that Chicago has embraced me and, and beloved me is a direct reflection on how these guys talk about me. And it makes him feel really good is what he was saying. He said, the way that those guys say that I am and who I am to them, he said, I'm tough on them. I tell them how it is. He said, I'm kind of a dick to them. I'm like, come on, get your shit together. Let's work. But they love me and they say it. And that's, I said, that's why the fans love me. Did you see, did you see that storyline about Rizzo kind of freaking out in like the beginning of game seven yesterday? No, it was in the it was in the middle of the game. Mid middle of the yeah, the middle of the game. Yeah, he was uh, David Ross was mic'd up, so they played it, and it was fucking hilarious. And David's like, "Wait till the ninth inning when there's only three outs left to go." You think you're freaking out now, <laughs> dude? That was so funny. The guy that was next to him, I don't even know who. who I don't it either. Was. He's like a, a you know, he's a bullpen catcher, some something like that. You know what I mean? Like he's just one of the guys that are uh, coach or something, equipment manager maybe. But he started laughing when David Ross was like, oh, you think it's bad now? Wait till the ninth inning. Like, instead of trying to, like, calm his nerves, he's like, oh, it's just going to get worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but part, part of him saying how crazy he was, at one point he said, I'm a glass case of emotions right now. Yeah. So so he was loose enough because that's a quote from Anchorman. So he yeah. wasn't that tense and that freaking out. Like, he was, like, hyped but I don't think he was panicking. And obviously, because right after that, he got up and hit a double, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. But, <laughs> uh, well, um, it's it's amazing. I, I mean, you could tell that when Anthony Rizzo looks at David Ross, he loves the man. Oh, he kissed him on the shoulder while he was saying that to him, how freaked out he was. Like, there's a video of it. you got to go on and look at it because he's talking to him, and he leans, and he, like, kisses him on the shoulder while he's saying it. I was like, that was awkward. Oh, <laughs> I, I spent, but it was pure love. Yeah, I spent an hour and a half today uh, – on MLB TV, just going through all the uh, little clips, you know, the two, three minute clips that they have of the post game celebrations and, you know, that stuff in the middle of the game. Uh, It, it, everybody should do it. Go find it. It's all that, that kind of stuff is free on MLB.tv. And it's totally worth it. Yeah, I retweeted a ton of that stuff this morning, too. So it's out there. It's everywhere. Yeah. How many times did you guys cry today? Uh, I was just choked up so many times. I mean, just you just get welled up. I mean, that picture I sent you guys of uh, Harry Carey's grave covered with green apples. I was just oh. like, oh, my God. Wait. Green <laughs> apples, man. <laughs> Those damn green apples got me big. Oh, man. Right, uh, what, you know what? I, I must admit, like, I hate that green apple shit. Uh, you know, just be, I mean, now it's going to be, a, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, first of all, I'm allergic to apples. So I have a personal <laughs> fucking thing about it. Like it makes my throat itch. But um, 
The same. The second thing is like the whole sentiment. It's just, it's just so hokey, though. You know, as sure as God made green apples, and you're like, oh Christ, here we go. Like anytime, if anybody but Harry Carey said that to you, you'd be like, oh, this fucking guy talking, you know, about God and fucking apples. Hey, hey, well, Danny. Hey, yeah, Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. Just for one fucking day, comes to win the World <laughs> Series. Can you be fucking happy? And can you let people celebrate and enjoy this in their own fucking way and not talk shit about them? Get your fucking shit together. <laughs> Dude, and, you're totally getting it. You're getting a Cubes fan card as, for that. As yeah. sure, like I gave Corey one for uh, <laughs> for bitching about the Ross shout out. I, you're getting one for the Green Apples. Man. As sure as the devil made power bars, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, just. Um, I agree well, that it's hokey, but that's what makes it even better because I think he was saying something back then, just as a as a thing, but just. Just, I think it was I the know, end probably, of the year or something. He, he couldn't cuss. You know what I mean? Like he right. couldn't, you know, as as sure as shit, you know, he couldn't say something like that. So right, right. Like, as sure as God made well, green apples, you know, he had to is, come up with something. Now there's fucking rotting apples all over fucking Wrigley Field. That's what I'm trying to, like, you know. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Harry, Harry, Harry Carey's grave is covered with rats right now. I know. Just like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking nod through apples. <laughs> John, John Lackey's over there. Fucking. I was just, say, John just they, having a ball, eating they apples put, everywhere. They, they put John Lackey out to graze near Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 on, so in game six, right? David Ross hits a home run and then he gets behind the plate and he fucking throws down a runner. And that was his last play as a Cub, we thought. And he was out of it. Well, they bring him back in, and and I won't bitch about whatever. So Lester comes in, Ross gets behind the plate, and it's really shaky there for a minute. And he takes one to the face, and it knocks him on his ass. And there's a pass ball and some run score. I was like, oh, my God, this is a fucking train wreck. This guy was going out like a fucking champion, and now he's going to fall apart, and he's going to be a goat. And next thing you know, they, they get out of the inning, and he comes up, and he hits a goddamn motherfucking home run. Yeah. His last bat-bat. I mean, what is he, fucking the natural? Is he Ted Williams? I mean, it's just – it's unbelievable. But the reason – the biggest reason I wanted to bring it up, did you see the celebration that they uh, – Danny, you might not have seen it. They, they, carried, him, they, they carried him off the field, right? No, 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 no. After he hit the home run, he runs up, and I think Hayward was standing there, and they smash cups together. So they cock – they cock bang each other, I actually, and then he goes. He goes through the dugout and smashes his cock against everyone else's cock in the oh, dugout. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. I know, but I've never seen it go down the whole line. Like I see him do it <laughs> wow. once or twice, but he got every single person in there, and they showed the whole thing on TV. And I'm just laughing my ass oh, off. Oh, beautiful! I saw. I saw him do it with Fowler. It was Fowler that was standing on the top yeah. step of the dug. I actually took a picture of it, but it was a little blurry, so I didn't put. Pl- put it out but um yeah it was Fowler that he smashed cocks with first yeah fucking oh, beautiful see how i am <laughs> well yeah, i know what? i was i was gonna say Cobb's Cobb's corner for you yeah since we're talking about uh the the catchers uh seriously sun ranto show we're the only ones last year in 2015 we were the only ones reporting on the fact that the Cubs had three catchers and that that was the the winning scenario, yeah. right? And now we, and then we went four this. four catchers. Well, but I'm saying yeah, but nobody three, picked up on yeah. this. They rode three catchers all the way to the World Series, and then they added the fourth 
and that's what put us over the top. Four yeah. catchers. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what you need to win the goddamn World Series, motherfucker. Dude, and all, all of the catchers on this team, four catchers, all with hits, all going around the bases, like, doing. Uh, it was amazing. Well, they all produced last night. They all played important roles. It was unbelievable. I think all of them had an RBI, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, you, yeah, you look down. I mean, first of all, first of all. Who uses three catchers in one game? First of all, who the fuck thought that Kyle Schwarber was going to be on this team? <laughs> and then he's on the team all of a sudden, shocks the hell out of everybody. Then he goes three for fucking five. And the fifth highest OPS in playoff history. For, oh, for- he was amazing. He um, was amazing in this series. Okay, before Zobrist hits the, the game-winning – uh, RBI, right? Who did you think was going to be the uh, the MVP? Like prior to I, I this still, game going off the rails in the eighth inning, like who were you thinking would be the MVP of this team? I'm not going to lie, Michael. When I I was thinking after we had talked on after Game Six, I was I started to think maybe Zoberist is the MVP because he's just had such a solid series. But I didn't expect him to get it last night. I thought. Lester, maybe. Um, I don't fucking. I don't know. Yeah, it was because Addy. Yeah, because because all the way around, like uh, you know, there wasn't anybody. I mean, there wasn't anybody. Schwarber didn't play in three of the games, but he fucking raked in the games that he did play in. You know, I mean, he was he pinch hit, but like he's not gonna get it because he's not in three of them and he's not playing the field. You know, um, nobody particularly did anything completely dominatingly spectacular. They just all chipped in together to somehow eke out a World Series win, you know? It was a complete team win. I mean, you've seen other World Series where it's like three guys, and every team has that one guy that kind of carries them and brings them there through a playoff run. Um, I, I mean, I would say Javi was it up until like game five of of the NLCS, but – he was terrible in the World Series. Oh yeah. For the most part. Well, and um, you know, the, you brought but, up you brought up Ross hitting the home run after basically getting knocked on his ass and allowing two runs to score. Um, Javi, after his errors yesterday as well, hits yep. the home run. I thought that was great too because you know otherwise he was looking like the goat for a second there too. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was it was fucking scary. Uh, speaking of, hey, Sun Ranto fans out there, I just can I just bring this up real quick. Only one of us on this show said it was going seven games, and only one of us, <laughs> and only one of us yesterday said this game's going to be a seesaw battle. That's probably going to be about eight to six. Is Dude, what I said. you called I, it I, almost exactly. And, and 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 someone else on this show said that it was probably going to go extra innings. And by the way, Danny, I just want you to like. Breathe this in for one minute. Can you imagine had that rain turned into something and it got rained out after the ninth inning in a tie and they were going to start again today at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. was the idea? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I already had I had imagined that as I sat there. I saw those motherfuckers run out and stand by the tarp and I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. And they had just tied it. And, um, yeah, I was like, oh, man, we're just fucking in for it. This is horrible. This is this game is going to get suspended, and i got to figure out where to stay tonight and all this shit. And I was like, I can't even handle another fucking day of baseball at this point. And then they right. pulled the tarp out, and I that's when I went outside. 
And I was like, we're fucked. Like, let's just have a tie. I don't want to come back here tomorrow. Let's uh, World Series ends in a tie. We agree to it. You know, let's go home. You know, that was part of my reasoning for proclaiming a tie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, well, well, I felt like it was going the other direction for a minute. And I am, you know, I'm not a religious man. But I, I had this like really te- when it started raining, it, there was just a feeling I, I, I'm in Maine. Right. And I'm at a bar in Maine <laughs> and it is fucking packed full of Cubs fans. It was a shit show. Everybody's jumping up and down, high fiving. But I it started raining. I was like tears of a million Cubs fans putting the brakes on this momentum and just giving Cubs a minute to just get their shit together and and restart. Yeah. And, and Jason Hayward goes in there and gives them the pep talk from hell. I guess Chapman walked back there and was bawling his eyes out he was that he let his team down and felt awful and he got the fucking win which i hate that fucking yeah, stat. Like, yeah how do you I hate, blow it. I the, hate it how do you blow the game and get win that's fucking stupid yeah yeah, yeah it, it's ridiculous why not, and why and why not how, how why not give it to montgomery yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no kidding he's he's the one that locked it down um or yeah or or, so, or even wouldn't it have been fun to give like edwards the win yeah, I, I was so happy. Well, how about this? How about this? Just as I bring up Montgomery, Montgomery, Lester, Ross, Miggy, Chapman, Zoberist, guys that all had a big impact on these playoffs. Miggy less, but that grand slam was everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, the game was oh, tied he, he there. Had the game winning RBI last night. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the knock on, on Theo has always been, ah, he's great at developing players, but sometimes doesn't make the best trades or sometimes, and sometimes does, but definitely doesn't make the best free agent signings. Well, he, he fucked Mo- up the Red Sox pretty good. That Montgomery, one, that one year. Lester, Ross, Miggy, Chapman, Zorb, all guys that they picked up who had major impact on this team. How about that? Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I mean, and to balance out the young guys and and have them be mentors and to have just that, especially in the catcher position, when you've got the outgoing Ross, you know, with Montero as your main guy, then you get like a, a Schwarber up first, you know, last year, who's yep. kind of learning the ropes. He's learning from Miggy, who had a nice season last year, and he's learning from Ross, um, who kind of had a bad season last year, couldn't hit his weight. And then this year, Ross fucking rakes, um, but still is like playing the mentor role. Role. Then you got a guy like Contreras up. So now you know, in catching is such a special position. Obviously, he's part of the battery. You know, runs the game, field general, and just to see how he's thought that through too. You know, very specifically to have these veteran presences here. For, to guide the young guys. Look at what fucking Ross meant to even Rizzo and, and Bryant this year. Um, it's, 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 it was a, a masterful, a masterful show. Um, and, and, uh, and it really was. We're, we're, we're kind of losing you, Lyle. Yeah, we're, we're losing you, Lyle. You're, you're fading. Yeah, it's not even Max Hedrooming. He's he's more like uh like we just contacted a ghost in a séance and like he's yeah. like moving back just, into the other did, realm. Did he pass through my body? Something happened, yeah. The ghost of, uh, of Harry Carey's green apples. <laughs> so. It was it was just it was just a masterful performance by the front office is what I was saying. Oh yeah. And 
and kind of, you know, and on that, um, rumor has it, Michael might have heard more about this than I have, and, and you have. Um, the rumor is Dave Martinez is going to be the new head coach uh, of the Rockies. Dave Martinez is the bench coach yeah, for, for the, the Cubs. Cup, yeah. Do you imagine any scenario where David Ross is not the new bench coach for the Cubs next year? It's still part of this team. Oh, wow. Oh, I do. I think uh, I think the the dude wants a year or two to uh relax you know he's talked about being with his kids and stuff and what these guys go through and especially what he's gone through in this year uh i i honestly i would be really surprised if he was anything more than a special uh what what do they call him like a special assistant envoy yeah he's gonna he's gonna golf with dignitaries and and hang out and chill he'll, out. he'll be around. He, but he can't be the that bench coach. That's an everyday job. Well, I don't think. Well, I, well, I, I got to imagine that he'll be at David Ross Day next year, right? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like you know, I'm the one that's going to be counting the votes at the end when we do John, if we do John Baker Day again, which all signs point to, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Um, but if we do John Baker Day again, like I might uh, yeah. kind of vote for the Ross belly flop as being the. Being the play, That's the one. The, yeah, the being the weird play of the year because um, he's probably the only one we could get to the event. Yeah, because I, I honestly, I would like to see the uh, Travis Wood uh, catch in the Ivy as one, but he, if he's still playing, I don't think we can do it. Yeah, we we won't get him to it, you know. Yeah, like, no, I, I David Ross is the obvious choice. This is the, he's the one, and the belly flop was great, and it it totally fits into this 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 whole uh, scenario that we got going on. I, I think it's great. Um, that game, one of the greatest baseball games, if not the greatest baseball game ever, and not not by skill because there was a lot of weird shit going on during the game. Yeah, but just the pure drama. Oh yeah, back and forth. Oh. I mean, it was fucking tense. It has not sunk into me what I just witnessed. You know, like I, I was, you know, watching a baseball game like any other baseball game, but you know, with just a lot more, you know, ramifications for the end of it. Um, I, it has not sunk in. But Gary and I talked till about five a.m. We stayed. We were hanging at the bar till about two two thirty, and then. We went to the casino actually after that. And by the way, do not go to the Trying Cleveland to push your luck a little bit, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, do not go to the Cleveland casino. Not only is it a fucking ripoff, but they're like totally understaffed and they're morons. Uh, I mean, I I it, I won't go into it. It's boring, but they suck. That's a shitty casino. Don't go. Um, it's one of those jack casinos. Have you ever been to one of those? Yeah. It's pretty low rent. It sucks. Like I'd rather go to the fucking boats. And you know the boats are ghetto as shit. Out in uh, right. Gary, this was worse. Anyway, uh, st- sat there with Gary talking till about five in the morning. We had bought a bottle of champagne, and the idea was to, you know, we're, somebody's going to drink this. We're celebrating somebody's win tonight, and so we sat there with Gary talking about the game till five a.m. And it's just like, you know, when's the last time that you stayed up after a fucking baseball game and talked till sunrise about a base? You know what I mean, like. Going right. over every little thing that happened and like the history of it and like you know, the fact that like it was probably the ge- one of the greatest game sevens in all of history and like to be there and also to be sent by uh, like well wishers who like the work that I do to s- to send me to the greatest game of all time. 
I mean, I'm just like, I mean, my heart's like eight sizes bigger today. You know what I mean? Like, I it hasn't sunk that's in. From, you're that's you're from, still that's, fully that's, a Grinch, though. Yeah. No, actually, your your heart is eight sizes bigger from all the fried food and beer you've had this <laughs> baseball season. <laughs> oh, God, it's ugly. We got to start the Ivy Envy Sunranto weight loss challenge early this year. Oh, I've I've already, like, tomorrow mine starts. Um, I've already vowed uh, there will be no alcohol passing these lips for the rest of 2016. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on I'm, there. We got a podcast <laughs> to do, my friend. It's really not even that long. Wait. Check, 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 check. Uh, Danny, is this thing working? Can you guys hear me? I don't know. I, I heard I heard something weird. I think we got somebody else cut in on the line. I can't. Yeah. Michael, that's a really long time. Yeah, it's, it's a, no, you're no, going to go through the whole really fucking not. holidays? Like less than two months. And, Doc, Michael, you know. Mike, Michael, I haven't gone more than like two days without a drink in probably 20 years. <laughs> well, I've that's got to uh, – I, I just want to get down on the weight and everything, and I was – and I am, it might be a, uh, a, you know, sort of a result of how I felt all day today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never drinking again. I didn't say I, never I again. That. I just said, you know what? I don't, I don't need another beer uh, for 2016. I've, I've, I've hit my limit for the year, I think. What about, what about Thanksgiving. That's yeah, like what are you going to do? National drinking holiday. What are you going to do? You going to talk to your family? That's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, a couple, couple other storylines from last night that I liked. I mean, think about all the pressure that the fans were feeling and how tense this was. And I know it's a little different from the fans because it's something they've been rooting for ever. And some of these players, they're rentals. They're part of the organization for a couple of years. You know, they grew up as fans as other teams, so part of it's a job. But but they, they meld into the fabric of this community. But, God, you could see it. It was tangible watching through the TV. Like, you could see players like – I'm guessing you guys will probably rewatch this game at some point in the next week or Absolutely, so. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I've, already, I've already rewatched uh, the last inning uh, two times today. There, there's there's a there's a, a view I think it was of Contreras maybe in the seventh or eighth and he's literally twitching like his head is like ticking <laughs> and there's a couple times like that you see these players like the stress is beyond anything they're just they're, they're laughing maniacally they're you know making weird faces they're freaking out <laughs> and the fans too you know I was there was a woman that was like probably about five rows in front of me big fat lady and she's uh she was covering. Her eyes. So she paid, I don't know, she might be a season ticket holder and paid face, you know, but she could have possibly paid like $1,500 to sit there in the ballpark with her and not, with watch. Her, and not watch the game with her eyes closed. <laughs> I mean, she she had her hands I, up I to her eyes. Of, I think a lot of people watch the game like that. So I, I, have, to, I have to tell you, and you, you probably won't believe me, other than uh, drinking a lot last night, uh, I and I and I don't know. I don't know if it was really stressed. I was just they were just going down really quickly. Me too, man. Uh, I, I wasn't even drunk, and I just was pounding beers the whole game. Yeah, yeah, it, and that's how I was the whole game. I didn't like. I didn't get drunk until the game was over, and I could sit down for a minute. But uh, I honestly was not that stressed about this game at any point. At any point, uh, Lyle and I were texting back and forth through the whole game. Uh, I don't know how many texts we have. That's like the Cubs got this. The Cubs, it's it's fine. The Cubs have won, 
And then when they tied it up there in the eighth, but my, my kids, my kids, they hadn't been watching until like the eighth, like that's when I called them in. They sat down and then they saw the worst thing that could happen. They, they were kind of coming in and out all, all game and watching and for a little bit and then leaving, but they actually sat down to watch the game. And then that happened. And so they, you, so they your kids pulled, are bad luck. Uh, by, by the way, I would kick them right the fuck out of the yeah, room. All right. Out of, out of the room. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah. It's bedtime. They, they both pulled, they both pulled blankets over their heads oh. and would not watch. My youngest looked like he was on the verge of tears. Oh. And I had to be like, no, take those blankets off your head. You got to watch this. You shit. are watching what is happening on this TV. I'm like, quit. You know, like I would like everything you want to say to those crappy Cubs fans who get caught on TV looking like, uh, they're about to cry. Yeah, you abuse I, your kids I with it. Basically, gave them that speech. You are <laughs> not these guys. You're gonna watch this game. You're gonna cheer your team. You're not gonna get down. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's how I felt. I mean, I really, even with the with all the stuff going on and the stress that people I know were feeling when that game got tied up. For whatever reason, it never got to me. There was not that. I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that through, uh, you know, ball through the legs or Bartman on the wall or, you know, that feeling. There was a yeah. certain feeling yeah, that yeah, the yeah. world just shifted. I never got that during that game. I didn't either. Uh, yeah. I, I agree I, with that assessment. I, I, I didn't I didn't feel that way either. I, I knew, I mean, that v- very first home run in the first inning, I knew that they were going to get to Kluber, and I knew that they were going to win the game. I did. I felt it would be a back and forth, but I was like, the Cubs got this. If they can score tonight, they got this. And they had it. And they got to, as soon as they got to Kluber, I knew they'd be able to get to Miller, too. I just, I knew it was over. And and we'll talk, I mean, I'm chomping at the bit to talk about, you know, you know how J- Joe Maddon should win over manager of the year. But uh, we'll, oh. we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. At, we'll keep Dude, this one positive. Actually, because we yeah no no I mean I I have I have I have a storyline that we'll share on Monday where I almost think when Dave Martinez leaves put Joe Madden as the bench coach to be the morale guy and get somebody in here who doesn't fucking manage a baseball team <laughs> that, was, that was that was fucking stressful that was a shit show um, I was like what are you doing oh god yeah um couple couple other things uh, just maybe a couple personal notes Michael this maybe is directed at you a little bit but I have never been more happy for Cubs win related to the bears in this way. I'm so glad that the 85 bears gravy train is officially dried up and I don't have to look to fat fucking old faces anymore. If I hear Mike <laughs> Ditka speak again, it would be, it's too soon ever in his life. I don't want to fucking see Richard Den out at the bars anymore. Trying to get drinks for free. That fat fucking slob. I fucking hate <laughs> them. And I'm so happy that their gravy trains over. Nobody cares about you anymore. 85 bears. It's a cubby town now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I, I'll have to disagree with you on uh, that. I still love the 85 Bears. But I know, it, and I I know everybody listening does, too. Listen, it was a Patriots thing. And working in the industry that I do, I work downtown for a long time at some nice, really nice restaurants and clubs. And these guys, they were fucking relentless. They were just – they were, they were disgust. Richard Dent's a disgusting piece of human shit. And I'm so glad I don't have to fucking see him on TV anymore because it's all going to be Schwarbs. Yeah. <laughs> um. But- 
just one more thing I wanted to add about, uh, you know, kind of like the, the people hiding their, their faces in the Cleveland crowd is that I've never been so happy that we did not get home field advantage. And, uh, you know, Gary was saying, I know, I, I don't know if he said it on the podcast or just to me personally, because apparently the Cleveland Indians had never had home field advantage in any of the World Series they played in. And uh, he's like, now we finally got it. And I realize how I don't want it. <laughs> so and, and and I don't think the Cubs win this World Series uh, if it, four games are at Wrigley. I just don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but I don't think they do. Well, well if if, uh, it, if it happened anything like if it happened anything like last night, that fucking eighth inning comeback was going to be devastating. <laughs> well, the, the oh old, man, that would that would have killed the Wrigley crowd. Oh yeah, right. Well, the Cub fans that traveled and filled half that stadium at Progressive Field, they they aren't the octogenarians. <laughs> who have been, you know, who were sitting in the front rows at Wrigley Field. The people that came, there was a dude dressed like Elvis with a fucking Cubs cape. I've, you know who came? You know my tie guy? Yeah. Chris? He's yep. there with his fucking, he's got like, he went to like 50 games and sat in the bleachers. You know, they give a wristband when you sit in the bleacher. It's different colors, different days. He has got all 50 on his arm. <laughs> uh, on his left arm, I, I got saw a, that. That is a great yeah, picture. That's, uh, well, yeah, you've you've taken that. You've used that picture for the blog, I think. For yeah, the, I've used one uh, for yeah for uh, the recaps. Yeah, yeah, that's Chris, um, my tie guy. If you ever see a guy with a jersey that says "my tie guy" on the back, that's Chris. Um, great guy. He's there. Everybody, you know, before the game, we're let's go Cubby ing We're high fiving. We're fist bumping. We're into it. You know, it's a younger crowd. It's people that are willing to, like, tr- you know, get in a car and travel for eight hours and go to the casino afterwards. Like, it is the different Cubs crowd that shows up on the road than shows up at Wrigley in the playoff games. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have been happier with what we did yesterday as a fan base. I'm fucking proud as shit. And the Indians fans, they had all their old people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? We talked about this on the last one. Those octogenarians are never going to go back. The Cubs have won. The monkey's off our back. There's nobody trying to get in to see them break the the drought. They're just – all those people are going to skip the next World Series, and you're going to be able to get in for, uh, you know, generally reasonable prices. Yeah, like reasonable meaning like Cleveland prices maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm saying six seven hundred, which you know is is a lot, but it, you're not going to see those two and three thousand dollars seats. Yeah. No. Again. No. We, no. No. We we did it this year, and I fucking, I mean, I got a lot a lot of hookups, man. I can't be as I said. I want to make a whole list of people I need to thank because I this is the prime example of like you can't do it alone. It takes a fucking village, and like you know, okay, Hillary. <laughs> well, it fucking does. She's right. And by the way. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not voting, but um, <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm not even registered. Couple, couple, couple. Speaking, Go ahead. Speaking of taking a village, uh, why don't you play another one of those uh, voicemails? Good, good idea. Well, how about this one? This is from uh, uh, Jose in Puerto Rico, I think. Nice. Yeah, it does. almost it's, international. Yeah, we're yeah almost. But here we go. <laughs> hey guys, uh, this is Jose calling from Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, obviously, I have no reason to complain or to be pissed about right now uh, I'm still in shock I'm still trying to uh, 
take it in that the Cavs are finally the world champions. And I just want to thank you guys because at the beginning of spring training, at the beginning of the season, after every win, I my my rally, my, my war cry was the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit worked the whole season, all the way to our world championship. So, um, you guys have no idea how much it means to my family. I have a grandmother following the team since the 1940s, and you know, I, she thought that she was never gonna be able to see this day come through. But finally, she was able to. To hear from me and from everybody else that finally the world, the Cubs are the world champions. Take care, guys. See you at the parade. Spagog! 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 Yeah, I love it. I love it. By the oh, that was that was good. By the way, emotional. That's that Spagog was auto was transcripted to what's up. So, speaking of. High emotion. Thanks for calling. By the way, thanks for calling, Jose. Yeah, 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 Jose. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Did you, did you guys watch that uh, Budweiser commercial that they did with Harry Carey of him calling the World Series game? I, I did. I oh, loved it was it. great. Yeah, that and, was and so it cool. started with the goddamn green apples quote, and it turned me off from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this shit, man!" Now we got green apples rotten all over the goddamn city. That statue is covered in green apples, I hope you know. That fucking right by the bleachers, it covered a goddamn thing in green apples. Not so, anymore. It's covered, uh, in, it's covered in rats, rats and ants now. Rats and ants. <laughs> People are going to go down for the parade tomorrow. They're like, oh, my God, there's rats everywhere. <laughs> Danny is just going to get, like, green apples forever. For I, I'm allergic to them. You could kill me with these things. <laughs> and you, yeah. you, you may die because yeah. Christmas is coming and green apples is going to be all over. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that Sports Illustrated uh, shot? The cover. It's great. It's Rizzo jumping in the air with uh, Bryant running at him. But it's great. I'm glad it's Rizzo. He he's he's the senior guy on this team. This was yeah, his man. game, and I, I just Every, I, I thought it was great. Everybody does understand that too. You know the way that uh, just the way that the the game is covered on TV <clears throat> and the way the announcers like the pictures for Sports Illustrated the you know, the pictures that you're seeing in papers and stuff like Rizzo did not stand out in this world series, but I think everybody, the consensus is it is his team. And this win was really his win. You know, even though you could say it, it was Ross's win, which it was, uh, you know, it was Zobris win. it was all these guys because they, they all did so much that it was hard to even figure out who the MVP would be. Uh, but yeah, the narrative is this is Rizzo's team. And, and I really do. I, I feel that way. You, you all know that I'm in love with Rizzo. So, uh, you know, that's no surprise, but my, I don't know. What, my, what do you guys think about that? all of Chicago? I, is- I, I, I love the sentiment. I mean, you, I mean, you sound like verbatim of what Joe Buck said last night. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 and, you and Joe Buck are like, are like, uh, brothers from another mother. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I have to say, I have no, to say. No, I totally. I mean, I agree. I I I brought it up. I love it. I think it's totally right on. It's his team, and I love that they they honored him like that. Um, the cover, I think, from the Tribune was even better because you see 
it's funny. You see Rizzo and Bryant jumping up behind, and then in front, you see uh, um, I think it's Russell and Baez, and then Montgomery just standing there because he's like, "Well, those two love each other, and they love." It. He was like the fifth wheel, but it was. It's really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> he's he's like the guy at a, at the key party that like uh, that, yeah. that that his, that his 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 wife took like another couple with them and he's like hey what do i get <laughs> yeah exactly it's like oh you just hang out in the car honey um yeah dude it, it, it's uh, it's all ah, man just everything dude, you keep, was- everything you keep bringing up it's like filling me up more like i'm getting actually energy to go out tonight and party like um so well well wrigley was nuts last night it was great but it was all over the city neighborhoods everywhere logan square emptied out to the streets wicker park they had to they shut down traffic for like three hours all of milwaukee avenue those six corners there was closed down there was like forty thousand people poured out of the bars apartments and everything um it was it was absolutely fucking nuts um did you guys and none of us were here not a single one of us. <laughs> no. I, I, I in the city. Yeah. The the Cubby Bear stopped serving alcohol at five in the fifth inning because people were so shit faced. <laughs> Can you imagine surprise. the Cubby Bear shut down bar service because it was too yeah. crazy? Yeah. They were well, like, this is too much. They just shut it down. Oh, man. Well, I mean, and they closed all the bars early and they pushed everyone out in the streets. And then they realized the police realized they had too much blocked off and there were too many people. People were just like squished and people were getting on people's shoulders because there wasn't enough room to stand. Wow. It was fucking asinine. Yeah, I, Although, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I'm yeah. not even going to go to the rally tomorrow because I know it's going to be exactly like that. I'm going to go down to Wrigley early, see what I can see. And, you know, then I'm, I'm out of there. You know, for the same reason, it's going to be a total shit show. My friend Lauren went to the Blackhawks rally uh, back in, I don't know, when the fuck did they win? A couple years ago? 2009, yeah. 10, he, 2010. He saw this fucking drunk girl, <laughs> this drunk girl at like 8 in the morning, just fucking hammered because he gets down there early so he get a spot by the stage. She's fucking hammered. She's like, she's like, hold on a second. And she fucking drops trow and fucking like just pisses in the middle of like the the fucking crowd like it's gonna be it's like st patrick's day it's great dude when the blackhawks won it was right in my neighborhood and i saw it the first time and i was like i will never go to another one of these things again in my life no no all the it's for all the young kids to get wasted and celebrate and i'm totally into it but it's not my thing not my thing anymore yeah and then the crowds i don't dig you know Um, well did you guys see the video of uh outside of wrigley and when they won the the roar that blew up like it was really kind of quiet yeah and then the roar and then the the sign goes to cubs win because literally i think everybody was standing there watching their phones yeah oh yeah well um it's it was- that moment uh, i mean just even to see world series champions on the marquee i'm going down to g man tonight i'm i'm definitely going a little bit further south than that to grab a shot of that marquee that says Cubs World Series champions because uh well that's the gonna Cubs be up all winter. The Cubs did the Cubs did get a little dig in because it you know it scrolls a little bit and it says Cleveland blows three one lead Cubs win World Series. That's what it said last night. <laughs> well did did it say like uh, first it would say Cleveland blows yeah. And then three one lead. <laughs> lead right. <laughs> oh, they really did do it that way. No, yeah, yeah. It uh, it didn't it didn't cu- it scrolled, so you saw it go slowly. So it, it didn't it didn't last that long. Uh, but it was uh it was a sea of drunkenness last night. And not just not just uh in Chicago, in Cleveland. How about Bill Murray with all his interviews with his players, but mostly Theo 
dropping F-bombs like crazy during his interviews. He was oh, fucking yeah, hammered. No. Every interview he had, he said the F-word, and a lot of the stations didn't bleep it out because they didn't realize he was going to be that vulgar. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, oh, I started getting text fucking in the eighth inning. He said, they started doing that shit to me in Boston in 2003. He's like, fuck you. Don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Bill, he's spraying Bill Murray was so good. Oh, God. I can't a, wait a... to watch all of it. I mean, I have not had a chance. I mean, we jumped in the car at 11 a.m. after I, I had to work this morning. That was impossible because I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, seriously, not only did I go to bed at 5, but I had to get up at 8 to work. So I'm just thinking, you know, I, my brain was not working. Still isn't, I don't think. <laughs> oh, well, it looks you, like it looks like they're gonna die the river, Cubby Blue tomorrow. Uh, they do it green in the face. <laughs> I mean, they, we got pretty bad that they actually gotta, have to dye the river to make it blue. You know, that's the same river that uh, Dave Matthews dumped his fucking shit in from this tour bus. You ever hear that story? Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, yeah. they, they they do not care about this fucking river at all. What are they doing fucking putting fucking blue dye? There's fucking fish living in there, for Christ's sake. All of a sudden, they're swimming around, and there's goddamn fucking blue everywhere? Yeah, there's there's not fish living in there. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> that's, yeah. the river, that's the river that was uh, so polluted, and it was flowing out into the lake, that instead of fixing their pollution problem, they, they re-engineered the river and made it start to flow the, the other, other way. way. I know, I know. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. And they're, they're, they're dropping shit in there all the I mean, the, the river, I think it's hilarious on St. Paddy's Day when they uh, dye it green. The fucking thing's already green. Yeah, I by know. the way, by the way, the one of the reasons that St. Louis and Chicago have such a huge uh, problem is because when they turn that uh, polluted river and made it start running the other way. Uh-huh. It dumps out in the Mississippi right at St. Louis. <laughs> like, yeah, no, what's fuck you, St. Louis. <laughs> no, and when they did it back then, I mean, they dumped su- sewage in that water, so all the Chicago sewage which just got dumped into St. Louis. Yep. That's hilarious. Well, St. Louis is the toilet of Chicago. <laughs> I'm fine with it then. <laughs> you you now have a new uh, a new love for that river. I'm gonna right take I'm gonna go down fucking town tonight and take a shit right directly in that river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna wait for the middleman of my toilet and the pipes. It's going straight down to the river. Um. So you guys want to hear another one of these motherfucking uh, Google Voice uh, Sunranto Rancher lines? Yeah, yeah, I do. And you owe us a story. You want to, to tell us a story about a fan maybe in the bathroom from game six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you never told us. To you, said, bathroom. You, you text us, said, remind me to tell you about the fans in, in, in Cleveland. Sorry, I said St. Louis. In Cleveland. <sighs> what not, story was it? Toilet. Yeah, you said, you said you had to teach. A, oh, a uh, yeah, I did. We had to use their yeah. bathroom. Yeah, that's. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. They, they have no idea. They. I mean, it's a boring story now that I think of it, but um, <laughs> but the, the lines are impossible. And, and, and they have no troughs. And, um, you know, I, I'm telling people that, you know, you got to go around that there's always another section to the bathroom. Like there's the, the original section and then there's another section. All ballparks work this way. Now, these motherfucking Cleveland fans, I don't know where they've been all year, but they certainly haven't been at the Cleveland ballpark because they had no idea about this. So I, I'm like, move, go, go through. You got to walk in and go to the side. And um, 
And, uh, you know, it, there's more toilets over there. And nobody will believe me. No one will believe me. So I just fucking pushed past everybody. And I was like, fuck you. I got to pee. And I, um, you know, went through. And I'm like, see? See? Look, on the other side of this wall, you idiots. You know, so, yeah, I had to teach them. And then all of a sudden, the line started moving. So, yeah, I taught everybody how to use their own goddamn bathroom. <laughs> but, oh, and then... I heard the guy behind me last night was complaining about the exact same thing. And he was a season ticket holder sitting there keeping score the whole game. And by the way, he looked like an aging Bartman. I mean, it was, it was oh, hilarious. I saw that picture. You saw that picture? He had the headphones. Yeah. He, he was, you know, he had like almost the turtleneck on, like the same blue. So anyway, here's, a, here's another uh, voicemail that we got last night from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, Lyle, you're fired. God damn it, that's good. <laughs> Guys, we just won the fucking World Series. God damn it. Just won the World Series. He's drunk as shit. drunk as a motherfucker, <laughs> and we just won the World yeah! Series. And I just screamed and probably hooked up half the house. I don't even <laughs> fucking care. Love you guys. Thanks for doing the pop. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It actually, do you know what that uh, transcribed it to? Was thanks for doing the pie. <laughs> At the <laughs> end. Pie. <laughs> Oh yeah, and um, he's actually yeah, so one. he's actually so drunk that the transcription was like nothing really even too close. It, it says it's one of the World Series, and we just won series. <laughs> and he said, uh, "I just screamed and probably hook up into half the house, hook up into half the house." Actually, that's pretty good uh, drunk transcription. Yeah, it is. That's how a drunk person would talk: hook up into half. Um. Thanks for calling, man. This is so much fun to hear everybody's fucking initial reaction. It's just like you really kind of it's the voice the 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 joy is tangible in everybody's voice. Yes, it is. It's great. Uh, I think Danny. I think next year we should make little stickers that say "For a good Cubs time, call and put the number on it." And we'll stick them all over Wrigleyville. Dude, great uh, idea. I, I yeah, we we. I have a lot of things kind of rolling around in my head, and uh, we'll have a uh, we or- know. organizational meeting. Uh, and uh, I want to do a lot more fun. I mean, this if this year was fucking this much fun, uh, how much fun is it going to be to repeat next year? So much fun. We still got the <laughs> same fucking guys. Like, as long as they stay healthy, and they, by the way, they didn't this year. Fucking lost a bit, huge slugger in the second or second series of the year, third game. Um. So yeah, uh, and then surprisingly, he he blows his knee. He's out. We're thinking, you know, things are going bad. And then halfway through the year, we find Wilson Contreras, bring him up, and fix the whole catching situation for the next, like, five years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we, don't even, and we don't even need Schwarber to catch. Right. What we, <laughs> like, what it's, we need it's is so the— It's so amazing how that worked out. What we need is a DH in the AL. <laughs> I'm, like, finally coming around. As long as we have Kyle Schwarber, I'm like, yeah, maybe uh, we could see having a DH. No, um, but we could talk all about that at a future uh, show. I don't really have any much— uh, any more things to add? <laughs> so, guys, I, I got to end this cast because, like, I had enough to do an hour— 
and now I am fucking. I, I'm I'm getting like I went to the slap happy place, and now I'm 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 going I'm I'm dropping. <laughs> I'm, I'm <Yeah>. going down. <laughs> He's going down. I'm going down. I need, All right, boys. I need either well, caffeine we'll t- or a beer. We do have one more uh, Google Voice to play. One more Sunrise right. to Rangers. Like, and by the way, still call into it. It's 872-216-5375. 872-216-5375. Why don't you just look? You're probably listening on your phone. So just like right now as you're listening to me, why don't you just put it in your phone and put 872 216 Five three seven five in your phone, and then you'll just have it whenever you want, and you don't have to be like, "What was that fucking number again?" No, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't have to end up like me talking to some you know uh, somebody's answering some old grandma's answering machine, drunken, yeah. talking about the Cubs. Yeah, because you dialed wrong. Yeah, p- Michael, put it in your phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have no idea what. Now I now I'm even more confused. You got to go back to the tape, man. You got to look at your fucking calls for the night. See what happened. Uh, I, I, yeah, maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> Lyle, uh, Lyle or Michael, right, let's do this last uh, yeah, ranter. Yeah, unless you guys have anything to add, we we won't spagog yeah, no. yet. But here's um, I believe this is Dan Nielsen. I think. Yo, it's Dan Nielsen, and I was going to call last (laughs) night, but I was completely fucking speechless. I was trying to mutter words and sounds, but probably came out more like Helen Keller grunts or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Today feels amazing, and let's do it again next year. Thanks for everything you do, guys. You rock. Adios. Fucking beautiful, man. I love Daniel. So I got a really nice text from him today because we went to spring training together. So like we became, I mean, I became friends with so many people this year, you know, and Dan's, Dan's among them. We accidentally bought seats across the aisle from each other when I, when I brought my mom and he brought his dad. Oh, on, on and the, then did on, they hook up? Yeah, dude, they were fucking doing it in the fucking, <laughs> in the, in the Wrigley elevator, man. Man, it was it was actually pretty embarrassing. Um, yeah, man, uh, Dan's one of those guys that you know that I met this year, and you know I couldn't be more thankful. I mean, the list is like not endless; it does end at some point. But there are so many motherfuckers that I love dearly and would call them friends, you know. And you know, I don't have a lot of friends. I didn't, you know, I I really don't. Like I would keep a couple people close to me, but now I I feel like I have a community for maybe. One of the first times in my entire life. Except for maybe back in the day when, like, me, me you know, me and Lyle and you know, with Kelly and Adam and, you know, that kind of college crew, we were pretty thick as thieves, but then everybody got scattered, you know? Yeah, we were all over the country. So, we're and still one, all over one the of country, them died. So. But, uh, man, uh, a lot of people reached out to me today. I'm sure you guys too, getting uh, texts and stuff. Uh, Man, I, 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 I'm just, I'm floored by this whole experience, you know, and uh, I don't know. Let's let's go to the fucking parade. What can I say? Spagog. Hey, the Cubs, world champions of the fucking world. Spagog. Goddamn, this has been a, a a good a good fucking season. I love it. Love you guys. I love all the listeners. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I, I, I love the Cubs, man. This is this is amazing. Spagog. My father 
and his father brought my baby boy to Wrigley Field for family generations in the place where we come to be healed we've screamed a million cheers and cried a million tears but we'd come back together for another hundred years hey grandpa Let's win it all We will someday Remember Billy Williams Ron Santo, Fergie and Ernie Banks Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, Carrie Wood and Derek Lee, we Cub fans give you thanks. Baseball in Chicago, from Merulo to Rizzo, my great grandpa in 45 cheered on and path go. Hey Grandpa, let's win it all, we will someday.
Hey Grandpa, let's win it all We will someday Hey Grandpa, let's win it all We will someday I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.